the raw ancient element of fire that offers comfort, protection and provision. Fire Pit is a journey to uncover the fire stories of the Bible and more importantly, to personally connect with the God who is behind them all. This is the story of a guy called Moses, an extraordinary life, a checkered past, and a dubious upbringing, and his encounter with God in the wastelands of his regrets, his mistakes, and his shattered dreams. This is Bushfire. God's encounter with Moses didn't happen in a church or any other religious setting for that matter. It happened in a desert in the back end of nowhere in the context of a bush that caught fire but didn't burn. The story begins with a nation in crisis, a desperate prayer that reaches heaven and then an incredible act of deliverance involving the parting of the Red Sea allowing a nation of two million people to walk through it without even getting their feet wet. Israel, God's people, are in slavery in Egypt. How they got there is a very long story, but they did many things that were wrong, rejecting God and trading his truth for lies. People have been doing that ever since, to be really honest, and that is the reason why God sent his son Jesus into the world. When the heat is turned up on our lives, we can often feel like God has somehow abandoned us. But, you know, the honest truth is that we have abandoned him. Moses was the answer to the cries of a desperate people. Having said that, there was nothing really in his earlier life that would suggest that he was going to become any kind of rescuer anytime soon. God has always used ordinary people, often to do spectacular things. So like I say, Moses is far from being your average superhero. He starts out life as a persecuted baby caught up in a genocide initiated by a desperate king. He then becomes a child refugee and is found floating up the river Nile in a Moses basket. That's where we get the name. He is then discovered by a princess and he grows up in the royal palace. Only then does he find out that his real people are the Israelite slaves. It gets really bad after that when Moses encounters an Egyptian slave driver beating up an innocent man and he kills him. Following the killing, Moses then flees 400 miles from the crime scene. He marries a local girl in an attempt to build an alternative life for himself and ends up working for her father. That's when he encounters God in that strange fire in the Sinai Peninsula. He would emerge to lead his people out of slavery and out of Egypt. One of the greatest God followers in the whole of history and yet someone who had a less than auspicious start to life. 
Maybe there is hope for people like you and me after all. So let's focus in on this story of the bushfire by reading a few verses from the Bible, this amazing book that has been banned and burnt for centuries and yet speaks directly into the hearts of ordinary people from every race, every culture and every background. One day, Moses is tending the flock of his father-in-law. He led the flock to the wilderness and came to Sinai, the mountain of God. There an angel appeared to him in a blazing fire in the middle of a bush. Moses stared in amazement. Though the bush was engulfed in flames, it didn't burn up. This is amazing, Moses said to himself. Why isn't that bush burning up? I must go over and see it. When the Lord saw Moses coming to take a closer look, he called out to him from the middle of the bush, Moses, Moses, here I am, Moses replied. Not your average conversation that you would expect to have in a field, let's be honest, and not really the type of bush that you would find in your local garden centre. Don't come any closer, God said. Take off your shoes, for you are standing on holy ground. I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. When Moses heard this, he covered his face because he was afraid to look at God. Take off your shoes, that's interesting. This is not some sort of late night cheese induced dream. This is happening for Moses in real time and apparently he feels the moment in the soles of his feet. Let's finish the story. Then the Lord told him, I have certainly seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their cries of distress because of their harsh slave drivers. Yes, I am aware of their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the power of the Egyptians and lead them out of Egypt into their own fertile and spacious land. It is a land flowing with milk and honey. The cry of the people of Israel has reached me, God said, and I have seen how harshly the Egyptians abused them. Now go, I am sending you to Pharaoh. You must lead my people out of Egypt. Out of the nothingness, God speaks, often in unusual and very unexpected ways. He is a father who longs to reach out to us and rescue us from the flames of our struggles. Notice from the story that God saw Moses long before Moses ever saw God. The Bible says that God watches us, that he searches for us, that he counts the number of hairs on our heads. And more than that, he has got a divine plan for our lives. If we will only humble ourselves and stop trying to live out our own plan and simply receive his free gift. 
Moses took the decision to walk over and investigate the fire and then God spoke to him. It was to change not just his life but the entire destiny of a whole nation. When we start to agree with God and we start to understand who we truly are in his eyes and we embrace his plan, wonderful things can happen, tremendous things can take place. Moses encountered God in the everyday ordinary routine of his life. Much further on in the Bible, Jesus called a group of fishermen as his first disciples and he did it from the side of the lake where they were fishing. Look, God was never restricted to shrines and synagogues back then in the Bible times and he definitely isn't restricted to cathedrals and churches today. He speaks in the ordinary. He wants to reach us in the fire of our struggles and make himself known and real to us. So what was Moses' response to God and his invitation to this adventure and to live out the purposes of God for the nation of Israel? Well, to be quite honest with you, it was a bit underwhelming. He had a few questions, he had a few objections. Here are some of them. Who am I, he said. Who are you, he said. They won't believe me. They won't understand me. You've got it wrong. Send somebody else. But his encounter at the bushfire burned up his old life and his deep inner struggles about who he was and whether he was good enough. And it was to propel him into an uncompromised, tough life, following the God who loved him and the God who made him. I invite you today to pray this prayer with me and ask God to take hold of your life in that way. Father God, meet me today in the fire of my struggles. Forgive me for my mistakes and choices that have led me away from you. Thank you for sending your son Jesus to forgive me and save me. Show me the plan you have for my life and help me to live my life in relationship with you. Amen.